Recording in progress. Uh, Brandon Chalmers, before we begin, uh, I have something that might get us in trouble with the boss. (laughs) I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I, I want it to be clear. If you're seeing this visually, then you see our banner that says Black Trans Lives Matter, which means... JK Rowling is not welcome in our dojo in any way, shape, or form. Now, why this matters is because our network, the Nerds of Color, on the main website, they posted a trailer for the upcoming Fantastic Beasts and Where to Fuck Them. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I want it to be clear that even though we are part of the network, uh, we do not support this upcoming film. You and I. The, the rest of the network, I understand there are, there are obligations, like there's a relationship with Warner Brothers and part of the Nerds of Color is about entertainment and they focus and they cover a lot of things and they have interviews with a lot of these actors and stuff. Like, um, would, you, would you like me to give the, the proper disclosure conversa- uh, statement before you continue? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. <clears throat> <laughs> The thoughts and views of the fucking DuoCast do not necessarily represent the views of the Hard Not Mikia Podcasting Network. Therefore, any and all conversations, innuendos, assumptions, and or accusations here and thou that are set forth are not the responsibility of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network and do directly reflect the views and responsibilities of your one Jamie Noguchi and his co-host with the mo-host, Brandon Chalmers. Thanks, kids. Now, let's talk about that fucking dickhead who got kicked out of England for being too fucking rich and then decided that, fuck it, I guess we'll just change characters after the fact, go fuck around with everybody's childhood, and oh, by the way, fuck it up in the first place because the movie should have been about Hermione. (laughs) That's true. I'm going to stand on that. That's true. That's true. Potter sucks. Potter sucks. Hermione Granger and saving the two stupid boys. Um. <laughs> like Ron's great from time to time. Like Ron's a fun character. Yeah. Fucking Harry sucks. He he's lame. Yeah, Ooh, I got a scar. Big well, deal. I, I just wanted I just wanted it to be clear up front that we. And I haven't told Keith this, but like we do not support any of the Potter projects or any of that stuff because. I under, there there are people this is one argument that I've heard that like oh I want to support the people who who make this made this film series because you know they put a lot of hard work into you, it you mean you mean the ones that are already out no no the ones that are coming up like the the fantastic beasts franchise like there there are people who have said like I understand that she's a terrible person but like I want to support the the people making this movie so I'm going to go see it and my thing is they're already paid <laughs> so you don't need to like your ticket price is not going to the people to make the movie. It's not going to the effect artists. It's not going to, the, well, it might go to the actors because they might get a piece of the back end, but it's not going to the studios. It's not going to the extras. It's yeah, not going but to at the this director. Point, at this point now, they're in bed with Rowling. Yeah, for because sure. Because they're willingly signing up. Because we're not talking, like, if we're talking about contractual obligations, unless there was a contract that was signed pre when she decided to go publicly be the fucking shithead that she is. <laughs> if they're contractually, what is it? Uh, Redmayne? Eddie, Red, Eddie Redmayne? Eddie Redmayne. That, yeah. If, yeah. He's if the he main signed, dude. 
if, if Eddie Romaine signed a contract pre all of this, and that dude is contractually obligated to continue making these fucking movies. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, but I get it. He's going to get that a, guy needs. He's going to get a paycheck, whether or not you and I or anyone else sees the movie. Like they get right, paid no, and, already. And that's, and that's what I understand. But what yeah. I'm getting at is if you signed up for these upcoming movies now, <laughs> you have made an active decision that your career is more important than the standing of working with these people. And that is a perfectly acceptable response. There are a lot of people who work for and with things like petroleum companies, depending on how evil you think they are. Monsanto, uh, the the almond industry, um, the same fucking people who control all of the water in California. The people who make those little cutie oranges that are fucking awful people. Um, And they taste that. They go rotten like instantly. (laughs) <laughs> oh, what, well, yeah, because they're trapped <laughs> tiny little souls in there. That's how they make them so delicious. Yeah. Um, so I, I saw that. I saw that on the Nerds of Color Twitter. I saw that on the Nerds of Color page. And I was like, well, we're going to blow up the spot tonight. But it's OK, because we're low. We're low podcasts on the totem pole and hardly anyone listens. So, you, you know, <laughs> it's nice when. I'm not the guy causing trouble on our podcast for a change. <laughs> We're going to blow up. This Usually spot. I'm the shithead causing all sorts of ruckus. But I feel like when you cause a ruckus, it's to like people you actually know. That is true. I will put my name on it. I make sure that like, you know what the fuck's going on. Believe yeah. me, I would love <laughs> to get into the fucking conversation that I had about the COVID booster oh. with a family member of mine, not oh. one that I married into. Oh, 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 oh. holy shit. Oh, oh man. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. Anyway, yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah. When, so when, when I bring up a topic, it's usually to the detriment of me. <laughs> yeah. I will I, never get like, I'll never get hired at Marvel. Like <laughs> we're never going to get, we're no, we're never going to be able to interview anybody. Cause we'll just keep continuing blowing up their spot. They're like, well, you're working yeah, with an also, asshole. <laughs> also, we work in the middle of the day and we can't just drop everything to do a five minute zoom chat with, I don't know who the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, yeah. So I, I just, I just wanted that to be clear up front. I know nobody really is paying attention and then by playing a trailer it's not necessarily an endorsement but i i don't know i wanted us to i wanted us because we have our banners the way we have them i wanted us to say something so and here we go we're seeing something and also jk rowling is not welcome in this dojo <laughs> no 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 Nah, not on this podcast, not remotely on this podcast, yeah. uh, not in my world, not in my car, not on my fucking lawn. Like, yeah. no, yeah, no, no. And, and if if the series has meant something to you, that's great. Um, sure. I, I would implore you not to buy any new shit because that money is going to her. If you have stuff in your closet or if you have stuff on your shelf that you've bought a long time ago. Who knew? Now we know, and if you go forward and and purchase things that directly support her, that is a conscious. I feel like that's a conscious decision you are making on your part. This, 
this is our argument with the Michael Jackson thing or the Eric Clapton thing. Yeah. Just in a different way. It's a different. And, yeah. And remember where we landed on this. Steal yeah. from them. Steal. You can watch yeah, Potter, for but sure. you have to steal you it. Have you to have to LimeWire yeah. the actual things and you got to download a file that VPN that, that, that might be wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you have a friend. Yeah. You know, you ha- everyone has a friend. You have everybody's a got that guy. Yeah. I I want to find out that you're watching Potter on a Plex server. You uh, yes. stole it from somebody. Yes. yes. You don't even you don't even own the stolen copy. That's yeah. how and you're stolen watching it. I want you're it. watching it on a Game Boy or some shit like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I want to make sure that like your TV. Ha- is like a desktop. <laughs> Somebody yeah. has to break out a mouse on yeah. your like 50 inch TV in your living room. Cause you are one of those TV nerds who's got a game, who's got like an <laughs> entertainment server. I'm here for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with it. Yeah. But also don't pretend like you're paying for media. Yeah. You got to steal this, steal if, it. If the, if the, if the story of young Dumbledore in his prime is enough to, is interesting for you. Steal that shit. That's right. Don't give that hateful person any more of your money. She don't yep. need it. Yeah. She don't need it. She yeah. don't need it. And nothing we do is going to change her mind. Matter of fact, fuck it. Write your own story. That's the other fan, thing. Yeah. Fanfic that shit. Yeah. Fanfic it. Fucking and, twilight it. Yeah. Twilight fan- that shit. Fanfic it. Just just <laughs> write a series of fucking short stories about Dumbledore just fucking his way through all of England, <laughs> around the world. Let him do a tour like the Beatles did when they were trying to find themselves and shit. Yeah. Like 50, find themselves. 50 Shades yeah. of Grey it. Write it so well at, that people get so excited that you just change the name slightly and then make bank on that shit and sell it. Right. That's what I'm exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You turn Harry Potter into soft core porn <laughs> that would make JK Rowling fucking uncomfortable. Yes. 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 Lots of yeah. everything. Just love yes. everything. <laughs> yes. Literally. You know what you should do? Make the initials for your main character, J and K and make the best friend Rowling and have them eventually fuck each other in an uncomfortable way that JK Rowling would be upset about. Yeah. I, I think there needs to be more, um, more trashy fanfic that, that branches out of those circles and goes mainstream. Cause I, that's the, that's the only, that's the only revenge that will be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I I need you to make J.K. Rowling send you a cease and desist. Yeah, that and uh, and a lot of them. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, really test that legal team. Yeah, they got the money. Yeah, trust me. I mean the the Potter font is already out there. You can already get that for free. So just use that shit right. and like, you know, st- steal from her. Because at this point, nothing. No one's gonna reach her. No, Jamie. We're not the title. The title Harry Otter is already out there <laughs> and a genre waiting to happen. <laughs> Harry Otter. <laughs> oh man. All right, let's uh let's start the show. Yep.
<laughs> I'm still laughing about it. Fucking Harry Otter. <laughs> yeah, I'm the fucking worst. I know it. Brandon. <laughs> hmm. Since we briefly talked about English people, do, do you do an English accent or a Scottish accent or an Irish accent? One of, <sighs> one of the islands. One I know. The- I, 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 w- I would request if that's the case, I need you to pick one of them and I'll do the other one, but I need you to play off me. I can't, okay. I can't really go solo with that one. I, I need um, somebody to volley with shit. It, I, mm, I'm, it, it, it can be very bad. I'm pretty sure <laughs> mine's going to be bad too. <laughs> it's been, a, uh, I think I can do, uh, uh, let's see a Jason Statham. <laughs> like, know what I mean? <laughs> Why well, look here. <laughs> We got ourselves Jamie Nakuchi doing himself the finest transporter this side of Kilkenny. Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie no fucking Gucci. We find ourselves on the green Mars that we find at the precipice top of the mountain. Do we call the fucking do it cast? <laughs> there are some fucking podcasts out there that support fucking JK Rowling. Fuck that twat. <laughs> there, I said it. What a twat. <laughs> the insult's not very common. Uh, Jamie, very briefly, I imagine. You'll be able to find our podcast on the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. Very, now, very, that means very briefly. nerds of color. Now, very clearly, if you can't tell, I am not a nerd of color. Now, I provide color commentary, but that's about <laughs> as far as it gets. Do you understand, Jamie? <laughs> The power of crystal <laughs> rain down from the heavens, it does <laughs> to bring you and you and your fuck over there the finest of podcasts. <laughs> I, your fuck, raise a glass. I know you got, <laughs> I have a toast because this is a fucking do it cast. Oh, yeah, <laughs> part. Of the Hard Knock Media podcast and network. Network. <laughs> Cheers to you. Huh? Yeah, fuck. Oh my God. Did you know that you can change Siri to have an Irish accent? <laughs> yeah. Mine is actually a male Australian and it's fucking great. I, I it's like a- having four do my bidding. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I, I put in the directions to go to Dan's house and I forgot that I had changed it to an Irish lady and I was like, oh yeah. Oh, holy shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Said Siri, tell me a story. So she told me a story. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Brandon Chalmers. Um, Sir. What have you been geeking on? <laughs> so I was going to talk about this last week. So I have been a proponent in the past of a YouTube channel and a brand called Hoonigan. Right. So Hoonigan does a lot of really cool car related content and they tend to break shit and they, they do fun builds and they did a 
a Paul Walker um, tribute build Aww. of the truck from Fast and Furious 1 that Brian drove when he worked for the race shop. Mm -hmm. They partnered with Paul Walker's brother um, and did a charity event and, you know, give back. And, you know, his brother's all involved with the charities that are going on there and they're good buddies with everybody. But what they also do, and this is something I've mentioned before, is they race a car called the Hoonicorn. Now, what the Hoonicorn is, and if you Google Gymkhana Hoonicorn or Pikes Peak Hoonicorn, what you'll find is, and I'm going to try and do this from memory, a 1965 Ford Mustang notchback Ooh. that has been lowered and given a four-wheel drive system, a sequential gearbox, so therefore you can just bang through the fucking gears without a clutch once you get the thing going, and 1,400 horsepower delivered to all four wheels. Uh -huh. So it is a fire-breathing fucking skid machine, and it is delightful. Now, maybe like two years ago, I think at this point, might be only like a year and a half, they did a show called Hoonicorn versus the world. They got into an airstrip of a local guy in California and they basically went out there and they put the Hoonicorn against other cars that you think are fucking fast, ridiculous, you know, $1.6 million McLarens, all sorts of shit like it's that. A and they would do drag racing to either, usually the way it works is it was a series of three. So it was usually thousand foot marker straight up to the thousand foot and usually the hoonicorn would fucking decimate something <laughs> then the second time they would go out they'd negotiate some sort of like thing to make it fair so somebody gets their ass kicked you'd be like oh i want to go past the hoonicorn at 60 miles an hour and he's not allowed to go until they i pass them and he still would end up fucking digging in so hard on this car that he'd fucking go beaten Damn near everybody. I think there was oh, one man. vehicle in the series that managed to beat the Hoonicorn. Now, <laughs> smash cut to quite a few things that has happened, right? Ken was partnered with Ford Racing. He was doing rally racing for them. He was doing developmental shit for them. He was the Ford Racing guy, right? Ken's deal with Ford expires. He doesn't renew it. I don't know all the specifics, but Ken is no longer a Ford racer, right? So, he owns the Hoonicorn. He's got it. It's his. So he can do with it what he pleases. So Ken gets a deal with Audi. And Ken's always been an Audi guy. So he's out right now doing testing. There's a whole series of them going to Germany to Audi's fucking facility. And Audi basically takes all their cars and they put them into a nondescript office building that has a garage load on the side of it. And it's just all of their old fucking race cars that nobody knows are there. Totally not to the public or anything else like that. Did a whole review of it. And then they took a bunch of them out there and they let Ken fucking beat on them. Hardcore beat on them. <laughs> so we know that Ken is now part of Audi. No question about it. Right. So this leaves the question of they had a series that was really fucking popular on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook. And now they want to do another season. But they've got themselves a problem because now that Ken is racing for Audi, he shouldn't be seen racing a Ford showing that it's the fastest thing. God forbid, especially if they decide to have him race an Audi, 
in his Ford and wins. So what they do to solve the problem is they release Hootacorn versus the world two, And they have a conversation <laughs> before it. And they talk about how, you know, it was really popular, but you guys all said these cars aren't fast enough, this and this and this. So the first thing they do in the first episode is they put the Hootacorn versus a 4,000 horsepower NHRA full pro mod fucking drag car. <laughs> big goddamn scoop sitting out of the thing. Big fucking Corvette. Ridiculous fucking vehicle, right? So they have a conversation and they're like, cool. So they're talking to the driver and they, you know, they're like, hey, you know, um, so we we told you that you're going to be racing the Hootacorn and you are. And he's like, right. But why isn't Ken in a fire suit? And like, well, you're there's going to be a driver change. And they're, they're like, I texted you and I asked you, am I going to be racing block? And the guy, Brian's like, you are. And that's when they debut Ken's 14-year-old daughter is now driving the Hoonicorn. She had a boot camp that is on her Instagram where she <laughs> went and worked with learning how to drag uh, drag race with Leah Pruitt, who is the fastest woman on the planet right now, who's also part of Hoonigan. Nice. Started working with Donk Master. This guy races old big fucking donks, you know, the, the ones with the big fuck wheels and yeah. the, the early 2000s. Yeah, he races those. 2,000 horsepower, fucking drop-top, ridiculous, chrome-clad fucking monsters. Race them all the time. She she sat with him and learned how to smack talk and negotiate for races. She worked with the only guy who beat the Hoonicorn on how to do four-wheel drive launches. She got a chance to work with all of Ken's old race cars to understand car control and sliding in four-wheel drive. So she comes out, and now she is the one kicking the shit out of, I think there are five episodes in, she, the only reason she lost against a, I think it's a 2,500 horsepower Nissan GTR is because she launched the thing so hard, she obliterated the transmission and torqued the drive shaft so hard, she ripped it in two pieces and left it on the ground and then got out and was pissed off that she broke the car. <laughs> She's fucking savage, Jamie. <laughs> fucking savage. Oh, man. <laughs> she, she beat a guy who has a way too expensive fucking Ferrari with twin turbos and the whole nine. The guy was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I uh, you know, I built this car in an homage to the Hoonicorn, yada, 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 yada. And then finds out that he's racing the daughter. And he's like, seriously? She goes, yeah, yeah. And when she posted it up on Instagram of like the teaser, she's like, Hey, you guys should come watch me beat up on this boomer. It's super embarrassing. Then <laughs> I signed his hat for him and sent him home. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, come on. Uh, does she have branded merch? <laughs> she, they're they're going to do that. Believe me, Hoonigan knows what they're doing. Because I need but, pins. I need hats. I need one of these. I need like armbands. But here's, here's the coolest part that I've seen. Either the Hoonigan fans are so positive then no one talks shit or they have a team of people who are on every single comment section. They didn't turn the comments off. They're going through and policing the comments. So when you scroll through the Instagram posts, it's nothing but holy shit, dude, that's rad. I'll go Leah. And it's nothing but positive. And what I'm seeing they're them doing very quietly, but it, like they're doing it, but they're ignoring the fact that they're doing it. They're turning 
a young woman into the fastest fucking racer on the planet. <laughs> and they're putting all of these dude bros on their fucking ass. And all I keep seeing in the comments is she's 14 now and she races this fast. How fast is she going to be at 25? Yo. And it's like, wow. Like It, it didn't even occur <laughs> to me. Yo. Right. Like I, at first when I saw it, I was like, this is rad. Yeah. I'm super happy about this. It's, it's her pre-career before her career right. her, career. Her pre-career <laughs> is to race a fire spitting 1400 horsepower monster <laughs> against the fastest shit they could find for a promotional TV show Yeah, before she goes and starts racing professionally and then starts getting genuinely competitive against everyone. Yeah. She's going to be like racing for pinks as a hobby. <laughs> her, right? her garage is going to be huge. <laughs> right. Now I love also that there's a company uh, I think it's American Racing. They they're testing new tire technology because the Hunicorn launches so hard that the tires will sometimes have the rims spin inside them because they can't catch enough traction. So they developed a system that is still patent pending and doesn't even have a name. Lee's out there testing this technology to see how hard she can launch it. Yo. And that's part of why she broke the fucking car. Yo. Like, <clears throat> I am watching car shit change so fast yeah. with people like Donut Media, their cap I'm actually wearing right now, with Hoonigan, where the dude bro car guy of the past, the pins in the hat Corvette driving shitheads, those guys, those guys are a thing of the past and they're the, they're becoming the dinosaurs. We all knew they were, mm -hmm. and we all kind of groaned at them because we wanted to see some cool stuff. And it's what pushed me away from classic cars forever was the fucking people. And I'm sure there's still going to be a ton of them, but when it comes to being able to have real content, Jamie, in theory, your daughter who might not be super into cars, could end up seeing this and this could be the fun transition into her enjoying fast and furious movies, her oh, enjoying yeah. fucking oh, yeah. drag racing, us being able to go to monster trucks or something like that for a birthday. Yeah. Something really kind of out of the blue because she knows that potentially in a few years she could be doing this. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like it's, it's finally representation in automotive sport when it comes That's to not so only good. women, but now we're not doing the, like when Danica Patrick showed up and she showed up in a bikini for GoDaddy and everything else like that. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares how well she can drive? It's like this girl's 14. We're not sexualizing her at all. She's in a fire suit. She's going to stomp everybody, high five everyone. And then fucking leave like, right. Right. And it's like, okay, this is how you fucking do it. Yeah. I, this sounds amazing. <laughs> yes. So if you are within the sound of my voice and you are even remotely curious about this, hoonigan.com, uh, they have a YouTube channel, they have a Facebook, yada, yada, yada. Um, but Leah Block is who you want to follow and check out. But Hoonicorn versus the World Season 2 is the, one, right, is the one that is really cool. And they make it very, very clear that like, this young woman is a fucking world beater. And the second, and I love it because like there was a lead up to it where the guy, Brian, who is in charge of Hoonigan sits down with Leah 
and is doing like an interview about her doing like rally racing and kind of building up to it. And he's like, so uh, we're going to do the second season of Hoonicorn versus the world. Do you want to uh, do you want to drive the Hoonicorn? She's like, yeah. And he's like, there's no hesitation. She's like, no, I want to drive the thing. And he's like, and like he just looks at the camera. He's like, she's savage. Know this. And it's like, I got super fucking excited the second I saw this. I was like, oh, it's going to get even more aggressive. Yeah, I do. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So do you know me? <laughs> like, right. What kind of question? Right. What kind of dumb well, question is that? Right. Well, the funny thing is, is I think Hoonigan's been around for 10 years. So I think I think Lee was like three or four, maybe when Scotto first met Ken. <laughs> so she was four years old running around the original Hoonigan site. So Scott has literally watched this young woman grow up mm -hmm. and now she's going out and fucking racing and ax throwing and all sorts of shit like that. Cause Ken blocks a fucking maniac. Yeah. And yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, he's going to raise a fucking <laughs> crazy person. Well, my favorite part is she was the one who asked <laughs> she, she turned, I think it was, she turned 12 or 13 and she told her dad that she wanted to learn how to drift. So literally Ken went out, and bought her a vanilla ice style drop top Mustang yes. and taught her how to drift and had his partners over at Rotoform. Remember the teddy bear, the teddy bear wheels that were on the, the shitty cars for a while. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no they're idea. Literally like, oh, they're literally like alloy wheels that look like teddy bears. Oh my God. And had them custom mill badass teddy bear Ooh. wheels for the fucking car. Yes. Yeah. And like gifted it to her. And my favorite moment of a teenager being a teenager, he's like, happy birthday. I got you a drift car. She turned back. She's like, I don't want this. This is terrible. And it's like, <laughs> he's like, your job's going to be to beat on it. She's like, yeah, but does it have to suck this much now? Like, God damn. Why is it awful, dad? <laughs> well, more importantly, why is it awful already? I like the idea of she knows she's going to put this thing into a wall. That's what you do with drift cars. Yeah. But also, does it have to suck this much originally? Like, <laughs> can she get some decent shit. photos? Yeah. Yeah. Like, can I get some decent photos with it now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh man, I, awesome. I highly recommend that you watch it if you have a daughter or anything else like that and you would like some positive car content because yeah. you might possibly be into cars or want to get into cars and want to see if your daughter might be into it too. I would highly suggest this being kind of a way to open the door to see some really cool high horsepower stuff done in a relatively family friendly environment because they don't play around with it. And they also make it very clear that they change a ton of the safety equipment and everything. So they make sure to, you know, she's strapped in like fucking Buzz Aldrin and there's fire suppression systems and they change the sequential to a paddle shifter to make sure that she's not fucking reaching all around or whatever it is. But yeah. You will forget she's 14 when you see that thing fucking tear off into the distance. Paddle shifter. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. yeah, yeah. Full on fucking like. So it's just both hands on the wheel. And all of a sudden she just punches it. All four tires fucking light up. And she goes tearing off. And all you hear is. Meh, 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 and she's just fucking banging through one gear after the other. And you're watching her. By the way, she raced that uh, the new Tesla. The the plaid, the ridiculous one that does nine seconds in the quarter mile. Yeah. Yeah. Blew the fucking doors <laughs> off of it. That's how fast the unicorn is, by the Fuck way. Fuck you, Elon. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
man. The, so <laughs> that sounds so amazing. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that is what I have been geeking about for some time. Nice. And uh, I think you should too. So uh, that yeah, out. that's, that's my reading rainbow, but um, 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 so, so Jamie, what have you been geeking out about? Uh, well, we saw Shang-Chi for the third time. <laughs> Some of us for the first time. Some of us for the first time. And uh, if, if, if you have a moment, I would like that to be our discussion topic and also what I have been geeking on. Cause okay. Frankly, ain't shit going on here. <laughs> it's the same okay. shit every day. So let me Fair stop. Enough. Let me stop now and we'll uh, do a, We'll do a, re- a review. Uh, oh, I forgot you. You mentioned the 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 paddle shifters. Paddle shifters. They make those for uh, video con- video game controllers, like back buttons on the back yes. button here. So like, yep, you can map it for jumping and punching, and then you can like aim. Yeah. Yeah, it just yeah. That's not what I've been geeking on. But <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon Chalmers, sir, we had planned to get together, cook a whole bunch of meat, mm-hmm. and watch Shang Chi uh, early in October because that's when we thought it was going to come out on video on demand. Right. October came; it did not come out video on yes. demand. But we still had a plan to get together, eat too much food. You couldn't make it the first time. Yep. We did it again to watch Dune. You couldn't make it the second time. Nope. Uh, third time's a charm. We planned it. It happened this past yep. Saturday. We got together. You, me, Dan, and Miles. We cooked up a whole bunch of dead animals. Yep. We shoved them in our face. And we I sat- made garlic bread. You made garlic bread, which was fucking fantastic. <laughs> <clears throat> we, we got the foods together. We yep. sat down. We watched the Shang Chi. Brandon, how how did you like the Shang Chi? Um, <sighs> I think out of a te- well, like I'm kind of torn because this this movie is kind of all over the mm-hmm. place, and there are some things that like I really like because it's it's one of the uh, wait. Hang on, are we worried about spoilers at this point? I I don't think so. Um, I uh, look. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to talk about things that might be a spoiler for the movie. If you <laughs> at all want to see this movie before I continue, stop the podcast. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. I understand. I'm not going to be mad. But also, if you bitch at me about spoiling this movie, I'm going to drag you publicly. <laughs> know this. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, so the dad being the villain, right? Yes. yes. One of the better Marvel villains. Yes. He actually was a capable villain doing villainous things. You could understand where he's come from, coming from, but you also want him to stop. Right. Okay. How the fuck is he that old? Apparently the, the rings, that's actually, I have no idea. That's actually not because he explained. takes the rings off for fucking ever that's, and doesn't seem to age. That's not really explained. That's a very good point. Right. So I, does that mean he's, he's like metahuman or whatever the fuck it is, or uh, like, a mutant or is he 
Until you said something, I, I always assumed that the rings kept him immortal, but I don't, right? know if that's the, I don't know if they say one way or the other. Okay. I don't so know if they say one way or the other. That's let's good- assume for conversation's sake that the rings keep him alive that long. Now, right. you and I both know that means he was cheating on his wife when he said that he wouldn't wear the rings. He was definitely wearing the rings to stay alive, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's look, in, let's look not at that pretend- Yeah, let's let's get that one out <laughs> of the way right now. Okay. Um <laughs> Looking that good for 14 years. No grace, no nothing. He was no grace, no nothing. He was dipping in some ring action. Right. Yeah. He had to be fucking like, you know, she goes out to the store and he's like, hello, ladies. All right. (laughs) Tom Tom ring 30. Here we go. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so, a good fucking point. I hadn't even thought right. of that. And I like, and the problem is, is that I think this is one of those like, he's so close to being Ra's al Ghul that they just are like, he's immortal. And we're not <laughs> even going to cover the what I assume to be the rings, a Lazarus pit that I'm unaware of. The fact that maybe he's a mutant. Could he be an alien? I have no fucking clue because that's the other thing we don't discover is like we hear the backstory in the beginning, but we don't see him obtain the rings. We don't actually know where they come from. So for all we know, he could be a fucking alien. He could have been the one to bring them to the planet or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. He, yeah. yeah. Like he, he could have been like, hey, so easy pickings. All right. Um, so let's look like this, sexy. <laughs> All right. Now. Well, yeah, now, the, the voiceover in the beginning say no one knows where he got him. Some say he, he found him in a cave. Some say he stole him from a crater. But we don't know for sure. Right. And uh, which he could be an which, alien. Which gives him like potentially like an Iron Man feel. It gives him potentially like a Vandal Savage sort of thing of like, is he is prehistoric man? man? Yeah. And he right, finds yeah, him. Like, and, is, yeah. Right. And so like, is, is that what he's supposed to, because that's the thing is like, he's got a real like Vandal Savage and Ra's al Ghul character thing going on. That's It's like, I took a little bit of this and I took a little bit of this and I don't know who came first and who stole who from what. And like, Golden Age, Silver Age, 80s, whatever the fuck it is of comics, everybody was fucking stealing everybody. So, like, I'm not pointing fingers one way or the other. So, if you're a fucking DC or Marvel stan or whatever it is, and you're going to fucking yell at me, that's fine. But just know I'm going to blow you off. Shang-Chi's father was Fu Manchu. (laughs) So, in the comics. So, so it was was 70s then. It was, yeah, it was bad. (laughs) It it were bad. So, uh, the Tony Tony Leung's character is a, a a creation for the movie slash technically the Mandarin. Okay, gotcha. But so you're you're right. I that's actually if he had sur- if he survived this movie, I would have liked to have seen an expansion on that backstory because finding the like the rings throughout history that seems like it could be pretty interesting. Like if he's I, how, if he's not the how first about one. the Legend of the Rings and we do a prequel. Yeah, I that would be cool. That'd be dope as fuck. 
Like we actually do like a period piece. We follow him through time and show him being the warlord and everything else like that. But hell, we could do it where Wong figures out that they've been keeping track of the entire story. And Shang has to go through and actually see everything to undo a bunch. Like they could quantum leap that shit, Jamie. We could have our quantum leap movie. We could have Wong telling the story through the rings. So we get like this weird Mormon nod where we get like the, the, the plates telling the story of Joseph Smith. And then he gets Wong to take him back in time. Right. And then he has to pretend to be his dad. Right. Cause he's got, the other set of rings people are going to be like oh my god it's the guy with the rings and he's like no 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 i'm the good one and they're Wong, like no, Wong's fuck coming you. out with ziggy ziggy says right <laughs> right yeah yeah uh hey so uh not for nothing but strange says this is a bad fucking idea so like <laughs> hey you know whatever um uh, dormammu and then just is fucking, telling us from the future this is not Dorm- <laughs> dormammu would be fucking perfect sets a ring zips on through he's like whoa what the hell and then <laughs> Man. Right. And yeah, honestly, yeah. you know what you could do as a fun thing? You could have like uh what is it, Katie come yeah. come with him? Yeah. And like to <laughs> be dipping in and out and be like, God, sure, get it together, man. <laughs> like you're a superhero now. Like, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's what I want. Prequel movie Prequel. with Wong Ziggy and Jung as fucking Scott Bakula. Yes. Honestly, if the first British king that he that he fights is actually Scott Bakula, way oh. fucking better. Oh my god. Way fucking better. That's hysterical. God damn. Just a uh, little nod. Just a yeah. little nod. Yeah. I, I love that scene in the, the bamboo fight, like the when he he meets the mother. I liked yeah. I like the way that was shot, like that sweeping arc and all that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, it's super a cool movie. <laughs> right. And that super cool part of the movie. Super here for it. All of the the subsequent fight scenes were very neat, very cool. I like that. Okay. Now. Where the fuck is, was it Razor Hand? What the fuck is his name? Razor Fist. Razor Fist. The new Taser Face. So, because that dude showed up on the bus and I was like, who the fuck is this fucking C-ass level Marvel villain? Because all I can think is, if this is the bad guy, right, if this is the bad guy, this feels like a fucking Marvel movie. (laughs) Not since the guy that Quill fucking beat in a breakdancing competition have I seen such a believable fucking villain. <laughs> right. God oh, damn. Like, I love Guardians, but fuck. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was so, <laughs> so new taser face. Um, a bit much. Like, cause also, could we not have gotten somebody less big and more intimidating? Like, cause mm-hmm. that dude looked like an overinflated Channing Tatum. <laughs> like as someone who is like Grinch heart size where it's two times too big. Yeah. I get this, but also you could have really put that fucking blade on somebody. I don't know who can do some kick flips and fucking what was Tony jaw doing? Uh, he, 
I don't know, actually. That's a good question. But the, uh, I was I was still thinking, fighting Paul Walker. Is that yeah. is that what he was doing? But I was thinking like all of the the razor fist scenes could have been done by the mask dude, the guy, uh, the death dealer or whatever, whatever his name. Yeah. Is. Yeah. The okay. Because he's he looks badass. Super cool. And, and then, then fucking like two scenes dead. Yeah. Right. And then fucking dead. By the way, again, like I, I thought initially why was mask person not their mother reanimated that, Where dad you has to that, feel really fucking bad yeah when right? you said I was that like, that was like holy shit that would have been creepy right, as fucking right because why isn't why isn't every scene where he's talking to his son about trying to save his mother and you know save her from the decisions of the past and blah 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 and looking right past him to that fucking person in the background, knowing exactly who he's talking to and knowing that that person is their mother, just dead inside, just yeah. following his orders. And you have and to get that the he can soul. find her soul. Yeah. Bring the and soul, put it, put it back in. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Yeah. We got to kill that badass looking character yeah. in the fucking lamest D and D death I've seen in some time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, not the soul coming out of my face mask. No. <laughs> Fuck you. You, you, come asked, on. you asked that when we were watching it. I was thinking like, it's not that movie, but God damn it. Do I wish it was that kind of movie? Right. Right. <laughs> cause I like, cause when we're getting into lore, like, cause all I'm thinking is, is you've got the kids, you've got the mom, you've got the dad, you've got a ton of regret with dad. Dad has an empire. He's got his things. You've got a mystical background. Mom has an origin story that's questionable. And clearly we're going to find out more of it later on. You've got this random other character. Like you've got fucking layers. Let's start taking the chess pieces and moving them around the fucking board. Cause you could have written a really great story just with that contained cast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you take, you yeah. take that contained cast, you give one weird plot point, which are the rings, and then you add comedy, cue Aquafina, and you're there. Yeah. You're fucking there. Get rid because of Razor Fist. If the bro. mask came off and Aquafina literally went, wait, the weird guy's your mom? <laughs> fucking, I'd have been doubled over. <laughs> doubled the fuck over. Because it would have been a Shyamalan level plot twist oh. and also a great moment. Yeah. Because you could have had Shung take the rings from his dad in a moment of anger. You could have had your fucking Star Wars moment. You could have had him literally do the, what did you do? Why is she like this? Why did you do this to her? Right. And take the rings with force and then have his sister stop him from killing him. And that needs to be the, the plot point moving forward is yeah. he now possesses this great power that he could genuinely undo the world with. And he has to control his shit because like fucking Uncle Ben said, with great power comes great responsibility. Fucking Marvel tie in. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> by the way i don't know if you saw the meme going around i know i posted it but i will stand by the idea that uncle ben in this universe is fucking joe pesci okay <laughs> aunt may is marissa tomei and my cousin Vinny. oh i 100%. love it i love it yep i love it i love it yeah so i 
it it sounds it sounds to me like you liked bits of it, but there was a whole bunch in the middle that was kind of like. I, eh. There are some things that I don't understand why they didn't follow through with. Now, big plot points and writing and everything else like that. That's that is me shooting for the moon, playing the hindsight game. Fair enough. Like that's unfair of me to do. I can fantasy book all I want. I watch wrestling. I get the idea yeah. of watching something, but wanting something else. Oh yes, no problem. That's that's now. basically every pay per view we watch. <laughs> Now, we never cover the following things. Where the fuck all that dragon shit comes from? Did they kill another dragon? Or does that dragon shed like a fucking schnauzer? Because <laughs> her scales are a different color. Like a lot. Like not even a, not even a shade close to red. Right, right. Um, if that door was wide the fuck open, initially... How did they get enough dragon scales to seal that door? If that door was wide open, why the fuck did that dragon have so many problems with the small amount of little demons crawling around its eyes before it fucking like we're talking about that dragon almost died from conservatively one thirty second the amount of army that could be coming <laughs> out of that door. Yeah, yeah. I ain't buying this story. It should have been like. The flood in Halo, like everybody getting fuck dominated. all that. How about some real backstory? And we find out in the next one that actually the 10 rings are what actually saved the day. And the dragon was just the one that was on their side. They fucking they Jesus Christ it. They they absolutely they left everything out. <laughs> what happened in between the ages of 13 and 30? No fucking idea. Yeah. But here he is. Making miracles, definitely not fucking people randomly and walking on water for party games. Maybe, definitely not that guy. Maybe they left it purposely vague so they can explain some of that cosmic shit. Because she says, like, Michelle Yeoh's character says, like, uh, Talo, the realm of Talo extends way beyond this little village. And I'm like, I need to know right. how and where. Right, and right. Because it makes me wonder whoa. if... Is is the dad as guardian? Right. Or or is there another is there another cosmic realm that we have yet to like, are you part of the multiverse? Like, is is Talo does right. Talo stretch across like are there different right. Talos? Because the right. this the the mural that she walks in past, there's a city with these big gleaming towers, and you look at the village and it's huts. Little huts. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Little little but, Asi Asian -y huts, <laughs> but the mural we have these sci-fi towers. How did we go right. from sci-fi towers to little huts? Right. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't understand what the Kunlun tie-in is. Oh yeah, where's Kunlun? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, we know where Kunlun is. Danny Rand fucking had it burned <laughs> down because he sucks. That's what happened to Kunlun. We we left yeah. we left the immortal Iron Fist in charge and like a fucking kid with a grease fire, he just <laughs> let the fucking house burn down. I don't know what's going on. Right. I'm rich. I don't know what to do. Dragon power. Like fuck. Dragon sword. Right. Yeah. So like I assume there's some sort of other dragon related bullshit going on there. Um, I gotta be honest with you. My biggest issue with this movie 
what the fuck is with his Mater D outfit looking fucking superhero get up? This fucking weird Renfest ass leather shirt, yeah. some fucking like Walmart slacks, and then <laughs> shoes that match the leather shirt somehow. <laughs> Like he knew he was going to color coordinate like some fucking sad ass Power Ranger and then doesn't even do it right because at least the Power Rangers fucking up and down yeah. like a little yeah. bit. Right. Like, how about some fucking slacks that match the like? How about some fucking <laughs> like uh, curtains and match the fucking carpets? How about that? Like, where are we at? Yeah, I've I've not been a fan of that design. I've not been a fan of the version in the comics either, but like that i don't know it compared to all the the suits that they've designed for all their other iconic characters it's not much there i guess like shang chi was originally basically bruce lee so they throughout most of the comics he's just shirtless fighting stuff doing kung fu and cool but like Fine. yeah i he needed he needed something and why was his sister's costume a different color than everyone else in the village like hers I, was white I, and everyone else had red and none of the other people had a white motif at all. I, I, I don't understand that. I don't know if that's like the, the woman is special, the daughter of whomever, yada, yada. Like who the fuck knows? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, mom supposedly had them wear that. So I guess mom's got that fucking lion o sight beyond sight to know what size the kids are going to yes. be. Yes. So, you know. Which, frankly, by the way, if he'd have been Will Ferrell fit, like fit, where he's like fit, but a little doughy and had to squeeze <laughs> into that fucking thing. Again, this movie could have been funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> doughy um, chi. <laughs> yeah, like, but dad bod chi. The, the superhero outfit is fucking lame. Yeah, like, I don't like it. I'm not a like, honestly, it. you. You had that long to figure it out, and that's where you landed. Like, at least dad had the decency when he showed up to meet mom to dress like a fucking Colombian drug lord. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like fucking Asian Pablo Escobar just fucking <laughs> goes sauntering into the into the jungle like, hello. Well, yes, I do run the 10 rings. <laughs> this is my ladies. <laughs> Howdy. How's it going? I think if they were going to, they pulled a lot of imagery from like Chinese dramas and Chinese Kung Fu movies and, and things like that. I feel like they could have done a little bit. I, I agree with you. I feel like they could have done something different with his costume. Cause it, yeah, it's, it's yeah, just there. Yeah. You know why? You know, you know how I know because your favorite of mine show enough exists. He's got Jordans on. Why is he not dressed like fucking show enough? <laughs> with, the, with the face. Pads. With the fucking shoulder pads. Deep V's. <laughs> Deep V's. Come on, man. The glasses. Right to right the fucking glasses. Dude, if he got the proper ones that moved, like if oh, he could man. right before the battle started, put the fucking blinders up and those things kicked up and he's like, let's do this. They'd be like, yes, yes, because man. then he'd be a kid of the era rocking the fucking Jordans and we could have blasted fucking King of Rock by your DMC. Yes. And then the movie soundtrack would have been fucking perfect. <laughs> 
fucking perfect. God, I because what that movie yeah. needed was more hip hop. Yeah, when it mattered. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I really want a, a legend of show enough movie like him finding the glow, him building his empire, him getting his ass beat. Like I, I need more show enough. I dislike remakes and prequels in general, but if we're gonna do it, let's have fun with it. Give me show enough. We we could have had the homage. We could have had the homage. Am I the prettiest? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and just watch so Aquafina flip out. Be like, I thought I didn't know you before. I definitely <laughs> don't know who you are. And him just repeating it to himself. Am I the prettiest? And then looks at her and she's like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the baddest? No, Because no. No. <laughs> Tony Lung's stuff looked tight. All of his costumes looked amazing. All of his suits, his suits, his, his ancient suit looked amazing. His bad guy suit, his sweater, coming home, finding her down. Like, he looked like, good in the sweat. Like, right, mm. dude, dude just casually dressing on a Saturday like fucking Dr. Alan Grant on a fucking dig. <laughs> like he's going to fucking dig up a velociraptor. Yeah. Just walks in like fucking Jay Leno in the like light denim shirt. Be like, so I see you children have returned to my empire. My ninjas have brought you here. Behold my shirt. Now, it's so good. I've stolen both of your necklaces. And I'm going to stick them in the face of this giant wooden dragon and I'm going to make this entire room come. Get ready. <laughs> it was so moist. God damn. Like I I've never seen a room sploosh before, but like sploosh. Right. Basement's flooded. <laughs> like oh, literally. Oh, literally. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um Brandon, overall, yeah. how many r- legendary rings would you give this out of 10 because we have 10 rings to work with? How many rings out? Um I, I I think seven bordering on eight. It is a fun movie that I think has a ton of potential to have other Very sequels fun. that has a lot of fun characters and it has just some random things that like I don't understand. Like I'd love more backstory on the sister and her whole fucking empire because she went from running some sort of like big fuck superhero supervillain fighter ring to getting her ass kicked and then suddenly just like how does she suddenly get her ass kicked? What the fuck happened to her whole empire? Why does she not try and build that the fuck back up again? What about all of her connections? Um, like it, it, it was literally like, cause the part that bothered me about that mostly is after watching the whole thing, it really does make it feel like the only reason they had that there was to show one that she's strong, independent woman. Cool. Fine. But it really felt like a plot point to just, interject Wong. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I've every time I've seen it, the stuff with Wong fighting Emil, the abomination, it yeah. just comes out of left field and it's just like, I I why is this a connection? Why couldn't it just be some like random giant well, I mean, monster Dan, or something like Dan that? Dan talked about the idea of like Wong complaining he was broke. So like the idea of him being there in a fighting ring, fine. Like, but it just because there was no other follow-up. Because it wasn't Wong checking in on them uh, about anything. Because it wasn't Wong in the background all the time. And honestly, if I rewatch it and I and I like stop the photo and you just see Wong just standing in the background of scenes, like <laughs> I didn't even notice. Be like, fuck it, there he is. Yeah, like 
if I get to play Where's Wongdo, I'm here <laughs> for it. And, I, and I'm, I'm genuinely here for it. But if that's not the case, then let's not pretend what that was. That's you guys shoehorning that in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, fine, fine. But like, would it have made a difference if Wong just showed up at the end, just checking out the rings? Yeah, I like, I don't know. If he wasn't like, there in the in the middle of the movie, I think it would have been fine if he just shows up at the end. Right, because you'd be like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I can't tell if him being there just adds nothing or takes away from it. It's a little spice, I guess. A little sure. A little I guess. a little sprinkle. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't I'm know. I'm not sure. I'm ready to sign off on that quite. No. <laughs> I I am conflicted about this movie as well. I feel like Zhilong, the sister, was the most interesting character for me. I wanted to spend more time with her. I kind of wanted a like a like a series with her or whatever. And Shang Chi should be the like the star of the show. And I don't know. She all of her scenes, her backstory felt more interesting than his. Well, this is this is the Harry Potter problem. We've we've created a strong female character, but we're not ready to pull the trigger on her actually being the lead. So yeah. we do this kind of shared lead thing where yeah. we let the dude kind of take charge of everything. This yeah. is how Iron Fist ended. Yeah. Where Iron Fist sucked, and then they got through to the end, and fucking Colleen becomes Iron Fist. I'm like, this is fucking rad. Iron Fist is a sword. She's super cool, way more capable, and doesn't piss and moan every time she's getting her fucking craft dinner. Yeah. She's fucking awesome. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> right and all i could think is she's got a great outfit her shit looks fucking tight as fuck yeah why why is she why is she not fucking dressed like some sort of weird sunny surplus catalog <laughs> or like she's got the weird fucking dragon scale shirt and then just a pair of like walmart cargo pants or something <laughs> yeah like yeah so I don't know. Like the I, bottom half of Shang-Chi was sponsored by Dickies and I'm not here for it. <laughs> yeah. I I think I would give it I would give it seven rings because it it feels yeah. like it feels like there's a lot of ideas here but all the other stuff is way more interesting than the main guy and I feel bad for that because <laughs> like yeah cuz yeah. I I want to spend more time with Tony's character. I want to spend more time in the bamboo forest. I want to spend more time with the sister and then Sean. <laughs> Right. I, and also, I, and I, I asked this when we were watching the movie, does everyone just eat Morris? <laughs> because this is the, my same conundrum with Pokemon. Like, they're animals. You're in a forbidden forest. Jamie, did you see any cows? I did not see any cows. Any chickens? Did not see any chickens. Pig or two? I did not see any pigs. Maybe an elk? I saw uh, a Kieran. Some sort of dragon looking fucking elk. Yeah, Kieran. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So clearly their food, <laughs> right? The giant fuck dogs, their man's best friend. They're fucking great. The yeah. dragon, they're definitely not touching, at least until they need more shields. Yeah. So like that one's <laughs> super safe. A-okay, 10 out of 10. Yeah. But like everything else feels like fair game. And the idea that there's an animal that seems plump, robust, kind of slow, very friendly, and has 
no mouth or ass to speak of makes me question a ton of logistical shit. Like, does it actually secrete its waste out of its skin? How the fuck does it actually eat? Is it like a whale shark where it just takes things out of the air and collects them and draws them in? Yeah. Um, do they actually have a secret mouth and it just refuse to actually show it? Like, is it like the attack the block sort of things or whatever the the fucking uh, was it the the Miyazaki thing or whatever it is, or like it's got the fucking giant hidden yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. Or right, like or do the people of Talo have super magic food? Because that's again, there's more. If if this is like the little hut village, what do they eat? <laughs> Who are they fucking? Is that nothing but a village of cousins? They say is, these things and is, they expect us not to think about them. <laughs> is Talo the fucking Olive Garden of the <laughs> fucking realms? Yeah. Are they vegetarian? When you're here, you're literally family. You're literally it's just it's just nothing but unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks because we can't bring ourselves to eat Morris. Yeah. Do they get magic fruit? Like, do they get I, I'm, Talo I assume DoorDash? Vegetarian. Do they get DoorDash from the no, main no. Talo? I, I assume they have to all be vegetarian. That solves the animal problem. Yeah. Which, okay, fine. Yeah. I, man, God damn it. <laughs> See, this is my problem. I'm, I'm a practical fuck and I have questions because if you're going to build a universe, I want to know how everything works and what where you, you eat. eating, yeah. who you fucking, where's all the extra housing? Because I saw like two huts and like 40 people. So are y'all just like laying mats out there? Like, does it never rain? Is it like Southern California? But like, also where, where are the, where are the big buildings? Well, I assume different city. Right. But what, like, I don't know. I want to know where the big build. I want to see the shiny part of Talo. I'm a city I, guy. I, I want to go to the city. I want to see Talo city. <laughs> Yeah, I I, I, I'm wondering if like Wakanda is actually part of it. Because because some of those buildings did look like they could have been Wakandan. I, I and that's me fucking stretching. Believe well, me, I know. Because that's the only other reference we have in the Marvel universe of another of another civilization away from civilization that has right different technology other right, than right, Asgard. We got right. Asgard, Wakanda, and Talo, except right. the two versions of Talo we see are wood cut out Talo with these gorgeous towers and the Talo we see in the movie, which is a hot. Right. And it makes me wonder, by the way, if it's actually more similar to like, if we find out that on the other side of the, the mountain with the dragon scale entrance or whatever it is, is actually just a hidden city that they haven't talked about. Mm. There's, there's, all new like yeah. fucking Asian Wakanda yeah. where like they they've been super advanced they the got whole the time. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Dumps, but, but like this is totally dumps. shielded. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now why they now, if that was true, why the fuck didn't any of them show up to help? That's the other thing. Yeah. If they so, were, like, I assume yeah. it's just, it's just this one village or is the village, the outcast. Do we find out that the village is full of outcasts that there are, or the farmers and the rest of Talo is like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> fuck these guys. Can't stand them. <laughs> We're tired of their Souls, bullshit. Souls? <laughs> weird monsters that only dragon skins can somehow defeat? That Game sounds of like Thrones? made up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a 
terrible plot point, Janie, to have <laughs> weapons developed from dragon parts be the only way to kill the big bad. It's almost like they're like weird white walkers or something who can only be defeated. But that's not an original idea at all. So we never develop a bunch of weapons from dragon shit and have that be the only way to solve the plot. <laughs> the only way, Jon Snow. The only way. The only way. God, I want... Fuck. I need a map. I need a map. I need a map. I need a map. I need them to tell me that this is... The entrance is all broken and old as shit and then you go to the city and it looks dope as fuck. I need a map. Yeah. I need a map. Because how, how do you get from those towers to huts? I mean... Uh, maybe all of the people maybe this is just who's left after the giant war mm, all the huts because like let, let's think about this giant fucking city right yeah. crumbles over thousands of years oh, gets overtaken by all the mountains and everything else like that yada 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 the people who are surviving there are the last remnants of the great civilization and they've managed to just fuck themselves into a genetic corner where they happen to have one. And now we come to find out that Talo and the people there are more like weird, uh, like multi-dimensional rednecks where like, they've got like, it's more like an Appalachia thing They're where the second you yeah. decide to fuck out of the family, you get banned. So that's why mom was no good. Right. Where, where he's like, you banned her. And they were like, no, we banned you because your city folk and will not have your parts here, sir. Now, I said, good day. Someone good get me day. my dragon stick. <laughs> Talos, the fucking rednecks. <laughs> right. Right. And, and, then, rednecks. and then like the, the old guys like, I said, good day. <laughs> Please get my dragon stick. Okay, Paul, I'm going to get your dragon stick. Okay, Paul. And then, Right, some fucking Andre the Giant looking fucking kid comes running out with a goddamn dragon stick in some dragon clad overalls and shit. <laughs> Paul, I got your dragon stick. You want me to give him a special hug? Like, maybe you should, Junior. Maybe you should give him one maybe of your special you hugs. Right, and then like, you know, dad throws like 10 rings at him and it bounces off because giant fuck gut because he's wearing his dragon overalls and he's like, that hurt, come here. And, <laughs> right, and then somebody starts playing the fucking uh, dueling banjos, but it's on like an ancient Chinese guitar looking thing. Right, 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 right. yeah. Then we get some sort of like weird deliverance shit going on. Oh my God. That's the answer. And he's all like, squeal like a dragon. Sue me. <laughs> we're not. See, the problem is, Brandon, we're not going to get the answer. Squeal, 10 rings. Squeal. We're not, not going to get the answer. Talo is always going to be huts. Right. It's always right. going to be huts. And I, then why, then why show me the towers? Why show me the towers? Janie. Why show me the towers? Because white people can only be okay with Asian cultures having small traditional huts. We can't handle that kind of power, Jams. Then where was the rice? Where was the rice? <laughs> if you're going to give us huts, give us bowls of rice. Jamie, 
We're trying to be more sensitive these days. Okay. We're not trying to just put rice patties everywhere. All right. God damn. Well, then we're eating more. <laughs> I, I, you know, I've been a fan of, of team eat the fuck out of Morris for some time. Second, I saw that thing. All I could think is there's a lot of fucking meat on that thing. It's so cushy. No. What if it's sturdy? It oh. topples Ben Kingsley without fucking trying. <laughs> That's true. Like, that that thing is literally hamburger shaped. He's perfect. <laughs> you snap the fucking limbs off, pull the wings, and literally put it on end and just slice. Just big fucking sheets. Yeah, I could cut Morris and have him feed him into a fucking meat slicer in six minutes. <laughs> Morris burger. <laughs> Welcome to Morris burger. Morris burgers, Morris steaks. Morris Flank, Direct Morris Tartar. <laughs> right. How about some Talo tacos, huh? <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go watch it. <laughs> yeah, you should probably go watch it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's like fun. I, it, it's fun. I, he he says knowing the the spoiler <laughs> tag and everything else like that, and hopefully everyone who's seen it who wants to see it has already seen it. And if not, if I'm the reason that you're like, hey, you should totally go see this. Oh boy, you have been on the fence, and uh, I'd like to know. So, <laughs> Jamie, if I've encouraged you to watch this movie, do us a favor. What's the email address? When was the last decade you checked that thing? Info at fucking doitcast.com. Cool. And Jamie will check it after the new year. Mm. So, this way, when we read it, it'll be nice and relevant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I have it. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Yep. Yep. Info at fucking do it cast. Yep. There you go. Cool. Uh, Brandon Chalmers, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at that guy Chalmers. By the way, Jamie, real quick warning. Uh, during the holidays and leading up to it, we are on the precipice of it. I really love to take a hop in the Wayback Machine and look at all of the terrible holiday recipes that white people used to post. So warning to my Instagram account for the next couple of days, if you are concerned about seeing meat frozen in carbonite that is jello, Look away. Wait until after the new year because I'm going to be showing it because I am here for holiday favorites. Like, Jamie, I found a recipe today for, sorry, not one, but two recipes for hot Dr. Pepper. Please tell me you have uh, eight by 10 glossies of candle salads. <laughs> the the cranberry candles that you can actually burn are a whole thing um what was the one that i'm fucking like i was super horrified about uh there's a tuna mold that you top with a one there it is that's the one Ooh. ham and bananas hollandaise oh good lord what the what was how did we how did we get how did we decide to take bananas lay them after lovingly tucking them into ham and how then we survive <laughs> just uh, look man I, 
I come from a mayonnaise and potato based culture. All right. Like we do dangerous things with oil. Somebody looked at oil and looked at eggs and went, bet if I beat the shit out of that long enough and make something new. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. All of history is white people fighting wars for spices. And then you finally get them and you go and make invent mayonnaise, which is the blandest tasting anything. Right. And then we do things like ring around the tuna. Oh, God damn it. If you are not watching this on YouTube, you are missing these photos. So definitely go to Brandon's Instagram because Jamie, are you ready for an ad that says Jello makes leftover turkey taste like Thanksgiving again? Whatever makes Jello that color, do you see how dark red that is? That's goat's blood. Is that somebody, like, I have questions. Is that somebody mixing genuine cranberry sauce in with Jell-O and making it that dark? Okay, fine. What are the magical chunks floating inside of it? And then I assume that's just chopped turkey, leftover turkey, just sitting like a crown of disappointment inside that ring of fire. Chunks of kidney and... Right, right, right. But, like, who in what universe... Wants to take America back to that. <laughs> For the record, kids, when we're talking MAGA, that, That's what that y'all used is to the eat. epitome of food. That's, That's what y'all it. Used to eat. That's what y'all used to eat in the MAGA days. Like, look at this days. fucking weird fuck family. <laughs> look at them. Settled around the jello mold. Hello, June. What and do you have only- for us today? <laughs> And Billy, the only smart fuck, not with anything on his plate. Look at the rest of them trying Stockholm syndrome his ass into taking a piece. Why, Billy, you're not eating any of your jello turkey. No, Dad, Jamie, fuck off. Jello turkey is people. You heard it here first, okay? <laughs> it's human. It's long pig. All right? Know this. Dad, I don't want to eat people. You'll have your turkey jello and you'll like it, son. Right. <laughs> Because in this family, we do what dad says. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Because it's 1950 fucking two. And everyone else needs to shut the fuck up when dad's speaking. (laughs) Ha. Right. Uh, Jesus Christ. So anyway, uh, I love to hop in the Wayback Machine because <laughs> I love that awful uh, Don and Mike bit where they talked about craft baby marshmallows, where they do the long recipes. Oh man. <laughs> Just another holiday favorite from your friends at Craft. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh uh, man. Anyway, Jamie, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Jamie Noguchi. Many fewer recipes. I'm sad to say. Sad to say. <laughs> yeah. Up until the point when I get to do that Instagram takeover. Then get ready, kids. Nothing but candle salad. Just yeah, it's about to look like a kimbo. <laughs> it's, it's about to look like a fucking snowstorm because it's going to be a white front coming in, baby. That's what's about to happen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Instagram, uh, wherever you find this thing, Angry Zen Master on Twitter, stuff, things, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, that's it. We're done. Gross. So gross. Go get vaccinated, you fucks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Please, motherfucker. Oh, seriously, I got boosted today. God damn it.
Go get yours. Mm. Boosted. <laughs>